everyone. Welcome to the College Football Rundown. I'm Woj. And I'm Walt. Welcome to another conference preview. On this episode, we're going to go over the ACC, talk about all the big dogs in the ACC, all the lines, uh, all the teams that are going to lose because some teams got to lose, Walt. They do, especially in the ACC, Woj. Yeah, let's start right off with uh, Boston College, Walt. What do you think about Boston College this year? Well, again, I want to preface this, Woj. I know I do it every episode, but we're just going through here for the sake of the show, making our picks. Just because I'm taking something doesn't mean I'm actually putting money on it for the season totals. Normally during the season, if I'm telling you something, my money's where my mouth is. But we were somebody did request that we go through these, so that's what we're doing. Boston College, Woj, I'm going to start right off with an under. They got the total wins at seven. I'm getting some good money, plus 115 on an under. It's going to be rough week one and two, Colgate, Massachusetts. I'm guessing Boston College can beat them, right, Woj? I would imagine. But then you get you get some question marks. I mean, you got a team, they're playing after that, they're playing Temple. I don't know that they win that game. Missouri, they probably lose. I don't, Missouri team, I don't think that's great, but I just don't get where all the hoopla comes from from this Boston College team. Uh, they play Clemson. You know what that one is. We'll go over them in a little bit, but that's an L, big L there. NC State, Louisville. I mean, I don't know. I, I got to go under on these guys, Woj. Yeah, I like the under call. Um, it's just so tough with some of these ACC teams. I don't watch the ACC all that much, but, I mean, it's it just there's such a, a crapshoot in half of these teams. Half Some of them are okay. Some of them are really, really bad. And then you have, obviously, your Clemsons who are just going to dominate. And let's talk about them next. Well, so we got Clemson. It's uh, 11 and a half right now on most of the books. That's a t- that's basically telling everyone, listen, they, they need to go undefeated on the season. And that's a tough feat for anybody. I don't care who you are. Clemson does have an easy schedule. The only big question mark they have, Wall, is that September 4th game against Georgia, which is a, which is a banger. It's a big game. But uh, it's just – it's hard to pick one of those over-unders where you're, you're, you're betting for them to go undefeated. Uh, I don't care what kind of juice I'm getting there. I guess it does matter, but uh, I don't think the juice is going to be high enough for me to bet the over on that wall. I'm going to have to take the under on Clemson just because there might be a, a hiccup here or there throughout the season that gets that gets just puts the kibosh to the 11 and a half. I, which I agree with you. Under Clemson 11 and a half. I'm not going to bet a team. You know, basically you go perfect. I, I'm not going to bet that. They're human beings. People make mistakes. I think they drop a game because of mistakes. And that Georgia game, that game, first game in the beginning of the season, that's going to be real exciting, but that's no gimme for Clemson. Yeah, no gimme for sure for Clemson. Uh, the Bulldogs are pretty, pretty good side, a pretty good team this year, and we'll talk about them uh, when we do the SEC conference preview. Let's move on. Uh, we got Duke up next, Wall, the, the Blue Devils. Hey, Duke Blue Devils, you know what their win totals are sitting at right now, Woj? It's sitting at three and a half, three and a half. That's not a lot of wins to get, but it's a question mark whether I want to go over and under on this one. You know, I think I'm going to go over with them. I just, you know, they got a a fairly easy schedule. I'm not going to say it's hard or easy. It's just mid, middle of the road here, Woj. I think they just get four wins. You know, I they got David Cutliffe as the coach. He's been there 14 years. He's kind of turning the program around. You hear Duke now, and you people actually think football. They don't think basketball anymore, and that's a testament to what he's done over there in his 14 years coaching the Blue Devils. So I have to go Duke over in this one. Yeah, you know, even those bottom feeder teams, someone has to win, right, Wall? 
<laughs> um, they do. Let's move on to Florida State. Rest in peace, Bobby Bowden. Um, while they're sitting at four or five and a half on most of the books, uh, what are your thoughts on them this year? Well, my thoughts on Florida State, Woj, at five and a half is I do think they're going to go over. I'm not normally a guy who likes Florida State a lot. I don't normally pick them to go over or even to win for that matter. But, you know, they got 10 offensive starters back this year, seven back on defense, which is not a lot. But, you know, it's enough that maybe it's going to get you those five and a half wins that you need, obviously six, because you can't win a half a game. Mackenzie Milton, I think we talked about him before, Woj. He's really going to be a good pa passer back there for them. He, as long as he can get some help from the wide receivers like Wilson Jr., I think he might be able to beat some teams by himself. Um, Corbin back there, running back, we all know Corbin's a great running back. He did really well in the ACC last year. So I'm just going to take them to go over. Obviously, week one, I'm not going to be betting anywhere near close to them winning. I probably will bet against them on the spread, whatever it comes out at. They got Notre Dame week one, Roach. Yeah, uh, this one, this one, I'm not going to agree with you on the over. Uh, they, they, I just, I'm just, I just look at the schedule. I see that Notre Dame week one. Another, I, that week one is going to be a banger. Games all the way across college football. I can't wait for it. But Notre Dame week one on September 5th. Then they play some easy matchups. I wouldn't say Wake Forest is all that easy on September 18th. I wouldn't say Louisville's all that easy on September 25th. They got North Carolina on October 9th. They have Clemson on October 30th. They got Miami on November 13th. And they go to Florida on November 27th. Boston College as well is mixed in there on November 20th. This can be a tough schedule for Florida State. I just don't see them getting to that that six-wing threshold there. Well, I, I'm going to take the under on Florida State. Hey, well, have yeah. at it. Maybe we'll, we'll bet each other straight up. You know, I'm not. I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm not going to give you plus 100. We're going to do minus 110 each way, though. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens there. Let's move on, though. We got Georgia Tech. Uh, this is another bet. I'm going under. Wall. five wins on most of the books here. And, and this hurts me because I, I like Georgia Tech. I like them uh, for fantasy reasons, too. I mean, the quarterback, Jeff Sims, Jamar Gibbs, the running back, those are good players, and their offense has been fairly decent. So I, I just – it's just their defense has not been good. They have a tough schedule. They got Clemson, North Carolina, Miami, Notre Dame, and Georgia. That means they have to go 6-1 and one in the rest, of the rest of the season, and I just, I just don't see that happening. So I'm going to take the under on Georgia Tech at five wins this season. Well, I agree with you. I, I have to shade under on them too. The interesting thing about Georgia Tech here at a total wins of five is you got most of the books have even money on each side, which means they're not really shading it, thinking the over or under is going to come in. They straight up think they're going to win exactly five games. I'd have to say, like you did, under with this with these guys. They got Georgia to close out the season. Before that, they got Notre Dame the second to last game of the season. Those are two losses, so they better get their wins early, and I don't think it's going to happen, so I'm going under the five. All right, we got a, we got a dual under there. I like it. Let's move on to uh, Louisville, Wall, the Cardinals. How are you thinking Louisville is going to be uh, this season? Well, win total sitting at seven. I mean, it's shaded heavy to the – obviously to the under. I don't know. I, I, I would definitely pass on this, Woj, if, if we had to uh, – Bet it, though, which we do for our sake of the show here. I think I'm going to go with the under. I just think that they don't have the firepower to get things done. 
I mean, week one and two, they're going to, you know, Mississippi, that's a game they could easily lose. Eastern Kentucky's not a good team, but it is a team that beats some power five competition every now and again. So, hey, you never know what could happen there. And then UCF, we all know about that team. That's a football team that could beat anyone, especially, you know, anyone lower level like Louisville. So I think those might, well, two losses there, possibly, most likely. And then Eastern Kentucky's probably a win. But the rest of the season, I don't know where their wins are going to come from, Moach. I just don't know. Boston College, maybe. We kind of went over them already. So that's a win, but that's only three right there. So I'm going under. Yeah, uh, they they even finish out the season there. They're not they're, with their non-conference schedule with Kentucky. So their last game is against Kentucky. That's not necessarily a free win either. So like the games you said, all their non-conference games and that one included, it's just they play Clemson mixed in there, NC State. I just don't see it. Uh, seven wins is a large number to get to. Uh, even in if you're you got some bottom feeders in there, use Boston College, Syracuse, uh, even Duke. Um, they, they, I just don't see them winning all of those non-conference games. And you kind of got to do that if you want to get to that seven-win threshold when you have Clemson's and NC States in, in your in your schedule there. So let's move on to probably my most exciting team for 2021. Can't wait to watch these guys. I, I hyped them up last year. They let me down. But uh, this year, hopefully, I'm, I'm back on the Miami of Florida train wall. They got nine and a half wins. I'm taking them over. Go ahead. I'll let you take it away from there. <laughs> well, well, if it was at nine, I'd agree with you. I'd like that overcall if it was at nine. But as it sits right now, it's at nine and a half. I think I'm going to have to go under. I, I'm pretty sure I know re- one reason why you like this team because of Deary King, great fantasy player. He's probably going to be somebody you pick up throughout the year. But I, I just I think that's a lot of wins for this Miami of Florida team. Miami Manny Diaz took over I think three years ago, and he's built the program up. They're a good program. Don't get me wrong. They played well last year, but, I mean, end of the year, a game they had to win. Remember that North Carolina game? It got crushed, Woj, 26-62. And then they go in their bowl game, and I'm sure the fans will remember, but, hey, Oklahoma State took them down. We won some good money on that one. So I just got to go under. Too many wins for them. Tight game, though. Bowl game was a good game. It was a little redemption after that North Carolina, but – Still, nonetheless, they did lose. But, yeah, that North Carolina was an embarrassment this year. They, And, and this is where I'm taking that nine and a half from. You know, they, they got the big game, essentially, versus North Carolina in October because their first game of the year is versus Alabama. And, sure, possibly could take down Alabama. Alabama's got a whole – essentially a whole new offense over there. The defense is still uh, just stout and awesome. But a uh, whole new offense. Maybe they get them, you know, working out the kinks, right? I mean, Miami's got 19 returning starters. Alabama doesn't have that much on, D, on offense, so maybe they uh, maybe they catch Alabama on their back foot there. Who knows? But I'm still I'm still putting that into the books as a Miami loss. So that game against North Carolina in October is a big game for them. If they win that, they're looking good uh, as far as this nine and a half goes. That's why I'm doing the nine and a half. That's why I like them. Uh, and if they beat Bama in that first game, the nation's going to be going crazy. They're going to know Miami is here to play this year, Walt. All right, let's move it on. We, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. But and like I said, we'll talk more about it, Bama, when we do the uh, SEC, or SEC conference preview. But uh, let's move on to the Tar Heels. While we talked about them, that North Carolina team, they're pretty good. They're sitting at about a 10-win total this year, which is steep. But I have a feeling you're going to take the over on this. Well, your feeling is correct. Your spotty senses are right, Woj. I am definitely going to take the over. I mean, 
Miami of Florida, North Carolina, we were talking before about swing games. That's kind of the swing game in both these guys over under totals for the season. And I think North Carolina is going to win that game against Miami of Florida. It does give me some concern, though, that they have North Carolina has Florida State the week before they play Miami of Florida and Miami of Florida has a bye. All that setting up with North Carolina, giving them a rough, rough game last year. They're going to be looking for some redemption this year. I, I mean, that's going to be a tight game. It's really going to come down to that. But I, I'm going to have to go with the over. They got a fairly easy schedule outside of Florida State, Miami, Florida, back-to-back. Yeah, losing Daz Newsome uh, was a big blow to them. By the way, he went to the Chicago Bears, of all places. But yeah, losing Daz Newsome is going to be rough for them. Uh, that was a significant amount of targets last year and the year before. And he is just one of those solid components in that offense. So I don't like the 10 wins necessarily. Uh, it could push fairly easily. Uh, I do think they're the third best team in the ACC. I'm going to give my Clemson obviously one, Miami second. Um, so we'll see. That's going to be a big game for Miami, North Carolina. Can't wait to watch it uh, in October. So let's keep moving on while we got NC State, another one of those teams that I think is going to be do surprisingly well in the ACC this year. Uh, they're over under sitting right around six, Walt. Yeah, they're over under kind of surprised me. I mean, you will see it on some books. Anyways, you'll see it at six and a half, but it's sitting at six for most of them. And I, I have to go over because I think they're a pretty good team, Woj. And you're talking about winning half your games on the season. I, I think they can do that. I really think they have some skill back there. And Larry, you know, throwing the ball, he's a sophomore this year. He's got a little bit of experience. I think they just need him to do well. Then they run their NC State, you know, rushing offense get their defense on the field. They got 10 starters coming back on D-Woj, 10 starters. I mean, it's going to be all about their D this year. I think they get it done. Give me the over on six. Now you talk about 10 starters on, on defense. They got nine starter returning starters on offense, and one of them is Zavanian Knight. I mean, he is a solid running back for them. He's a household name for NC State fans. He's going to do well this year. They just need to, like you said, salvage six wins out of this season, and I, I, I don't see them having an issue with that at all. Uh, I like NC State definitely on the over at six wins. Let's move on to your favorite team in college football, uh, Pittsburgh. I, I have an ax to grind, obviously, with them. I'm glad Dave Wanstead's not there anymore. Otherwise, I'd, I'd definitely have to go under, which I'm going to go under anyways, Woj, because I – I just don't like the Panthers. They cost me some money one year. You remember that backyard bowl when they lost to West Virginia, right? Oh, that was, yes. That was back in West Virginia's heyday, too. That was exciting. Yeah, I had a ticket on West Virginia to win it all, go to the national championship. They're in route. Everything's looking beautiful. And then the last game of the season, Pittsburgh hands them a loss and a crappy game, if I do say so myself. But ever since then, I've had an axe to grind. Maybe that's why I'm going under here. I don't know. I just think that, you know, they play Miami of Florida. That's a team that they're not going to beat. North Carolina, they're not going to beat. I think a Virginia team, they're going to have trouble with them. One thing I will tell you, though, they're going to win week one, Woj. They're playing Massachusetts. <laughs> it's UMass, a team we love to hate on. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh's got, seven wins is tough. I'm not saying they're not going to win some games here and there, but seven wins – is a stretch. So, I mean, we're basically saying you, they need to get eight because we don't want to push, right? So eight wins for them is a stretch. Um, some of the – I would – the under for that is plus on some of these books with the, getting some juice. So I don't know what 
Vegas sees in Pittsburgh that I don't, but uh, it is what it is. But I, I'm definitely going with you while I'm taking the under on Pittsburgh. Uh, one I am also taking the under on, and you might disagree with me on this one, but one you might uh, is Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse is terrible. I don't know if people know that, but they went one and ten last year. Uh, <laughs> did not do well, uh, and it's the same team as last year. There's hardly any new blood. They still have the same coach, Dino uh, Barbers. They have a terrible offensive line, which basically led to that one and ten record. And everyone in the offensive line is a returning starter. Ouch. Uh, you know, someone's got to lose. Well. Someone's got to lose, and it's Syracuse. Their their out of conference schedule is Ohio, Rutgers, Albany, and Liberty, and it's basically to get to that four wins. They're going to have to win at least two of those, and I don't know if I even see two wins in in the non conference schedule there as easy as that is. I mean, they're playing Rutgers. That should be an easy win, but not for Syracuse. Not for Syracuse. Wall. I'm well. I'm taking the over. I am going to disagree with you on this one. Three and a half. I mean. You're right. The first four games are their best chance. Ohio, Rutgers, Albany, Liberty. I think they take down Albany, no problem. Uh, they might have some trouble with the MAC team, Ohio. They they could be pretty good. They might actually have a better chance against Rutgers. But I'm going to say they take one of those two. They take Albany. They're at two. And I think they'll take down Liberty. Liberty was a team that did really well last year, but I think they're going to have a hangover year. They lost some talent. So there's three wins right there. And I just, I mean, Syracuse seems to be that team that takes down a random ACC team that they should not every year. So I think that's their fourth win, and that's the reason I'd go over with them. All right, all right, let's move on. While we got uh, we got the Virginias coming up. We got we'll start off right with with Virginia. Six wins is the uh, is where the books have them for the most part. Uh, what are you thinking here, Wall? Well, I'm thinking over in this one, Woj. I think Virginia is a good team. Obviously, they're a team that plays good defense in the ACC. I think that that William Mary and then Illinois schedule, it's a nice little ramp up to actually playing some football teams when they take on North Carolina next week. But there's two wins right there throughout the season. You know, they got Duke. I think they're going to beat them. No problem. A BYU game, that's it's a little intriguing. I think that's really what this over-under comes down to. I think that, you know, they lose to BYU. They don't get that over. Maybe they get a push at six exactly, but I don't think they get that over at seven wins. But I'm going to go ahead and go with them beating BYU this year, and that gives me the incentive to take the over, over six, that is. Yeah, I'm liking Virginia this year. I like where their team's at. I think that's a good number for them. They're going to beat Illinois uh, as well in that non-conference schedule. Uh, Illinois has got to travel to Virginia on September 11th. It sucks me being a Big Ten fan and all, but it's just the hard-knock truth. Illinois is not very good and won't be. Um you got your Miami, Louisville, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame. Those are going to be tough games. Uh, Miami, Florida is sprinkled in there as well. But you said that, that BYU game is a big mark. I, I think the Pittsburgh game, too, towards the end of the season, November 20th, is also another one. Uh, and then always the rivalry game between the, them and Virginia Tech. But uh, that Pittsburgh game is – I'm taking Virginia over Pittsburgh on these overs. I think Virginia is going to beat Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh on November 12th, and that's why I'm going to take the over on Virginia as well. Well, let's switch it up and go to the Hokies, the Virginia Tech Hokies. Hey, the enemies, Woj. I got to go under with them. You know, I took Virginia over. I'm taking Virginia Tech under. And it kind of comes down to the fact they play each other the last game of the season. So this is another one of those swing games. We talked about them before with, I believe, it, who was it we were talking about before that had those swing games? 
Miami of Florida and North Carolina, right? Miami of Florida, North Carolina. That's the biggest swing game, I think, in the ACC, but this is another big one, yeah. Yeah, this is another one that comes – this is what the total really depends on, that last game of the season when they score off against each other. And I think Virginia wins that game. So I am going to take the under. I think that with Burmeister back, for those of you that don't remember, they got Burmeister last year. He was a transfer over from Oregon, another Oregon quarterback transfer. But I think he's going to do a lot better this year. Last year he played a couple games when Hooker was hurt, but then he got benched once Hooker came back, obviously. I think he has a lot, a very high ceiling, so I think Burmeister can get them through some games. They have not a difficult schedule. They got some games like Richmond, Middle Tennessee that they're going to win. So I, I think that I got to take the under, though. I just think they're going to lose that last game to Virginia. All right. We got one more team left, Well, Wake Forest. I've always liked Wake Forest, but I, I don't, I've never really bet on them, but uh, they're sitting at six and a half for their totals this year. Man, there's a lot of teams at that seven six mark in the ACC. Holy smokes! But uh, six and a half walls the, is the over under on most books. What are your thoughts on them? Well, my thoughts first of all, I think you you bet on them for one of your Wojnowski pickums last year, didn't you, Woj? Wake I did. I did. Yeah. So you have you have bet them before. I believe you're mistaken there. But as far as this bet goes, for me, I mean six and a half. I got to go under. I don't think they're you know, a great team by any means. Dave Clawson's been over there coaching them for a while now, I think seven or eight years. And he, I mean, he really hasn't performed. I, I don't know. Maybe he knows somebody, but I don't know how he's keeping his job, to be honest with you. I mean, Hartman's projected to be the starting quarterback this year. I haven't seen much out of him. So, I mean, he played the two years before, but he, I didn't really watch him play. We can't watch the ACC games, Woj, because of the ACC network, right? Yeah, the ACC network kind of screws us over well. It does, and it, it hurts me in things like this, and that's why I kind of lay away from the ACC in general when I'm doing you know, any kind of college football gambling because I, I don't get to watch their games. I don't really get to see them too much. But, again, I haven't seen Hartman play that much. I hear that he's a good quarterback. He might help him out, but I got to go under six and a half. That's just too many wins for them. Yeah, uh, I remember watching them against – uh, Wisconsin that last game of the season or in the bowl game, excuse me, uh, last year, they they struggled a little bit. They still put some points up against the tough Wisconsin. You know, I, I like to take Wake Forest because of daily fantasy. They give me those daily fantasy points. As far as winning games, I'm not sure they, they can put all that together, but they still get some fantasy points. But I mean, just looking at their schedule, I can find out probably seven wins with with one of those wins being an iffy one. So that I, I think the six and a half is right. I mean, Old Dominion, Northfolk State, uh, Florida State give them, Army give them, Syracuse, Duke, and then, say, Boston College. But then you have you have your Clemsons, NC States, UNC, uh, Virginia. I mean, those are going to be tough. Even Louisville and then even the Florida State game is going to be tough for them, I think. So they're all pretty even teams. We'll just see how their offense fares. They do have a lot of good offense. Uh, we've made a lot of jokes in the past about Sam Hartman and his turnover ratios. Um, but we'll, we'll see if he can correct some of those this year and uh, turn the turn the ship around, Wall. I guess we will see, Woj. It, it will be, we'll find out by what what's the last game of the season, December something. We'll find out by December who's right on this one, and we'll, we'll circle back. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can catch us on Twitter at WWCFB. Our Instagram's college underscore football underscore rundown. Our website, which you can get all our podcasts and information and contact me and Kyle on, is collegefootballrundown.com. 
Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'm Woj. I'm Walt. And this was the College Football Rundown. We're out. <laughs>